Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining me today on House Chat Podcast. My name is Asida. I am your host. Today, joining us on the show to discuss the topic, how crucial have mental health issues become in the light of the current global challenges, is Dr. Isaac Newman Arthur, who is the Acting Director of University of Professional Studies, Accra Medical Directorate. Dr. Arthur has over 12 years of clinical experience in managing medical and mental health related issues. He has worked with several government and private health institutions and corporate organizations and online services for local and international clients. Dr. Arthur is also a public relations officer for the Ghana Psychological Association. He offers part-time consultancy services for Akizia Medical Center Britannia Medical Center and Port Clinic. Dr. Arthur is also a part-time lecturer at Family Health Medical University and Daniel Institute. He is a media personality consulting for several media organizations and is a regular guest on various TV and radio programs in Ghana and abroad. Dr. Numanatha has been a public speaker for the past 20 years at various conferences for various religious organizations, NGOs, and corporate organizations. He is an author of five books on mental health, purpose, marriage, and relationships. His others' interests include creative carpentry and graphic designing. He is a married man with two children. Hello, welcome to House Chat Podcast. House Chat Podcast. And it's my single honor to um, invite our special guest, Dr. Isaac Newman Arthur. Hello, Doctor. Welcome. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm glad to be on. Yeah, we we are, we are so glad. We are so glad um, to be here, and uh, I believe with the conversation we are to- going to talk about today, the topic we are looking at is how uh, crucial have mental issues, I mean mental health issues, become in the in the light of the current um, global challenges, that's COVID, economic um, hardship, and all that. How critical have uh, mental health issues become so that's the very reason why we have you here and we are so much privileged to have you yeah thank you very much and i want to say greetings to all those who are listening or watching you thank you mm, yeah, yeah they, they appreciate it they appreciate it all right so without much ado um i would like to like you to tell us a little of your background why why did you choose to go into this particular um, uh, pr- profession? Well, I think uh, growing up, uh, I've always loved health and health-related issues. And as as I went to medical school and stuff, I realized that one of my core areas was mental health. You know, and it comes naturally to me. And so uh, that that is one of the reasons. I love I love attending to you know mental health related problems, and if you look at the gap in terms of uh, what do you call it uh, mental uh, health care in Ghana and other parts of the world, 
there's a huge bond to um, with my interest also deciding to make a difference in that area was a huge motivation and uh, most of the things we have around you know if you go into of those things you realize major problems mental problems you know, so the people might well be able to you know, if you got interested in their problems oh okay okay um yeah something related to mental issues how was it welcome when you, you, you intended to do that maybe from your family or even your friends like was there anything like they making fun of like of all um, pro, uh, professions? Is that the only thing you could do? Did you did you en- encounter something like that? Uh, well, uh, initially, uh, it's not really because of the stigma relating to the profession, but um, it was it was something that wasn't the first thing that came to people's minds when they were going into. Uh, because uh, at the medical school, everybody expects you to go into either uh, what you call it, surgery or general medicine, or even go into uh, you know optics and gynecology and stuff like that. Okay. You know, so it was quite, it was quite, you know, off. You know, so uh, I had that that kind of uh, you know. Misgivings or slight opposition from you know the appearance and all that, you know. But with time, they got to understand the whole meaning into it now. It was because mental, you know, it's come up. Uh, so, so that 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 was was at the beginning stage of of, of, of my profession. I am beginning to understand how important this thing is to you. Like, how how would you explain to someone like who is also wishing to go in? To understand the importance of this profession, especially finding, like where we find ourselves uh, in a, an econ- economy like this. Yes. So I, I mean, I mean earlier, you know, submissions about the fact that I think health is more dimensional, physical, mental, social, and spiritual. But if you look at yes, if you look at um, the current teaching on the dimensions of health, you know, the various aspects of health, you can group them broadly into physical, mental, social and spiritual physical mental social and spiritual you know and i think that out of the four you know physical uh, mental health i think is the most important because mental health basically deals with how you think how you feel and how you behave you know and how that thinking and feeling and behavior is, is affecting your life you know and all diseases you know if you look at all diseases, you know, heart problems, diabetes, hypertension. Uh, look at you know, uh, you know, neuro, you know, uh, problems uh, and obstetric issues. You look at almost illness, very mental health about it. You know, more than two thirds of all illness have no psychosocial implications. So, mental health related problems is just important of all people. You see, and, and that becomes the driver. And there is a huge gap in terms of treatment and managing of mental health related problems. I see. You know, so you may have a lot more people going into other health professions and not mental health because people really don't get it. You know. And so there's a huge gap and someone has to feel it. 
And if you look at all over the world, the budget allocation, you know, for mental health, you know, related problems, it's very, very small. Some countries mm-hmm. don't even allocate anything for mental health. I see. Uh, if you look at health related, you know, if you have for mental health related issues, it is not as it's supposed to be. So there's a huge gap. And so anybody who has an interest, you know, in mental health, they should be able to pursue it. Because we need a lot more. In Ghana, for example, you may have less than 1,000 mental health professionals that have to registered mental health professionals that have to be, you know, attend to about 30 million people. You know, I'm a medical doctor and also a mental health professional. If you look at the doctors who go into psychology, you know, and become clinical psychologists, we are less than 10 in Ghana. Uh, if you look at uh, psychiatrists in Ghana, they are less than 100. You know, so there is a huge gap globally. I mean, globally, there is a gap with health-related professions and healthcare. And so anybody who wants to go into that, you know, is, 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 is very important. And we do more preventive healthcare, you know, preventing all kinds of problems from coming you know, coming up with people. So uh, there's a huge gap. And I think that anybody who is interested in that must be able to fill in that gap. Yes, and um, th- thanks, thanks so much for this encouragement because, um, yeah, people would always want to go to places where it's convenient. Uh, they wouldn't have much um, uh, answers to give and all that. Like, I don't want to answer too many questions. The reason why I want to go into this particular profession and all that, and the stigma, as you mentioned, so they stick to what is um, convenient. And yeah, I believe whoever is listening or watching will be encouraged enough to understand the need. If you have the passion for it, don't let anyone stop you. I think it's a it's a good a good 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 thing to do. You're listening to House Chat Podcast with Asida. Yeah, I know you're enjoying the show so far. How is it helping you? Leave your comment in the comment section. And again, if you have not subscribed, please do well to subscribe. Okay, and also like and share. This will help us grow this channel because it will tell the YouTube algorithm that this is a good show so that it will recommend to others too. Again, you can listen to the full episode on our podcast platforms. That's Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music and Spotify. Thanks so much for your support. You're listening to House Chat Podcast with Asida. And um, looking at this, um, we, we, we've, gone, we've just gone through uh, the COVID. Uh, we are still suffering its um, it effect and all that. Now governments do not even know where to, to start from or what direction to take the nations to. And in the midst of all these things, how um, has the uh, this particular situation of global difficulties impacted individuals and communities? I mean, nationwide and even worldwide. How have, has it impacted their mental state? So, um, generally, if you look at all the data and all the statistics regarding mental health, realize that things have, some issues have doubled, some issues have quadrupled, and stuff like that. So, there are basic, you know, mental health issues that have become very, very prominent around the space anxiety. Anxieties uh, about the future, their current survival, and how things are going to go, and all that. And anxiety is a goal to many, many problems. 
Yes. So a lot of people are anxious about many things because they don't know what will happen. They are not sure about where to get the next meal from. They are not sure about the global economic situation when it's going to end. Some wars around the world when things are going to end. Mm. It's going to you know, uh, start a world war and, and all kinds of things. Mm. People are concerned about their kids' schools and, and what to do with them. Okay. In addition to all the moral related problems going on around the world. Then secondly, also stress. The stress of reorganization of your life. You know, a lot of people are stressed. Some people were, you know, laid off. They lost their businesses. Yes. The stress of picking up the picking everything together. Your reorganization. If the coping strategy fails, you are likely to go into some form of depression. So depression has become a big thing around this time. A lot of people feel worthless, they've lost energy, but you feel silent like that. So depression and depression-related issues has also gone up. Then again, you know, if you look at domestic violence and abuse has also gone up. Because mm-hmm. now people are spending more time home than outside. And people in, in, in the past were using, you know, social activities and staying away from home to actually Abuse. But now they have to they have to be you know a company of the abuse abuser for a longer period of time. So abuse and abuse related issues and the stresses of this time and all that mm. serve as a trigger even for abuse, okay. abuse of family members and things like that. So domestic violence has, you know has gone up. Then again, to if you look at people who have gone on admission for COVID and stuff like that, you know even the experience itself. You know, all the gadgets in the hospital, no smart face masks, no PTSD, post-traumatic stress problems okay. have gone up. Especially even with workers. You know, if you look at child workers and also clinic and workers, the medical professionals, nurses, pharmacists, and all those people who work with those patients, PTSD has gone up because they're witnessing people dying. It never happened to well, you know, in, in significant proportions. As it is. If you look at the first and the second world war, those things were happening. This time, too, it's become very, very serious. You know, then again, too, if you look at people's, you know, health-related problems as worsened. So they may not be able to go for reviews the way they should. If we have some hypertension, diabetes, cancer, stroke, mm-hmm. all those managing all those uh, you know, conditions have really worsened. And so, with time, you know, if people do not, uh, what do you call it, uh, get you know good coping strategies to be able to deal with all those stresses, then it creates all kinds of problems. And it's, it's long lasting. You know, people are never the same. Even when things die down, they still will never be the same. Because most of the problems are lifelong. You know, so some of these things have been going on around the world. And people have some other mental issues like schizophrenia, bipolar, and all those things. You know, stresses and all these things become a trigger for more episodes. You know, substance abuse has gone because people's dysfunctional way of coping with life situations to be able to deal with all their stresses. So across all the spectrum of health, you know, things have really, really been uh, damaging across as well. You know, significant diabetes and all other related problems. You know, things are never the same. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, so, listeners and viewers, you are you are here on House Chat Podcast with me, Asida, and we have with us Doctor Isaac Newman Arthur. He's a medical um, a, a medical doctor and health a clinical health psychologist and he is helping us to go through or navigate the topic how crucial 
have mental health issues become in the light of the current global challenges and with uh we've learned we've learned a, a little more about one what exactly this particular challenge the, the world over we are facing what exactly is doing to our health in terms of our mental issues you're listening to house chat podcast with Asida. the discussion is getting very interesting but you know what let's take a break here we have a, a segment called tell me what it's where we ask trivial questions then um like quite quite simple questions then we continue so i i want to i want to try that with you too <laughs> we are we are learning about um like mental issues and all that i know music plays a good a good part of it um as to how to relax find a relaxing music and all that i want to ask what's your go-to music i mean uh, you, uh, you as a profession, prof- professional health, health personnel. What's your go-to music? Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm purely gospel. So I don't, I don't do any any music apart from gospel. I see. So, what's your favorite of all time? Do you care to share with us? Uh, I don't think I have any favorite of all time, but I have some favorite. Um, gospel artists who have significantly, you know, influenced my life. I see. Significantly. Maybe about three or four. Yes, the first one is Don Moyne. Don Moyne, okay. Uh, growing up uh, in, in my formative years, in my formative years, you know, my Christian life, mm. Don Moyne, uh, his music really, really, uh, God will make a way when they seem to be, you know, right. uh, it's an amazing. Wow. You know, so, Don Moyne had a huge impact on the world. Okay. Then the A to Hillsong. You know, a lot of Hillsong, uh, a lot of music really, really, you know, helped me in my formative years. Okay. Then, uh, you know, some of his songs, I still listen to them, you know, uh, and all that. Johnny Tabinam had a huge, impact. in terms of the music and all that, okay. had a huge impact on me uh, whilst growing up. Right. Then, um, Ghana. I would say Joe Metal. Joe Metal. Joe Metal, huge, yes, huge impact on me. I would say, um, um, Ike Nano. There is, there is a, a musician called Ike Nano. Mm, um, he's also music really did a lot of uh, influence on my life. You know, and what's going on with it. Another guy currently coming up, which was Stevens. Very, very, very important. So across board, we've had, I've had all kinds of experiences with people. But I think that notably these people uh, have had, uh, I can mention a lot of gospel mm. artists and I love all of them. They are inspired these oh, people. Awesome. Certain stages of my life, they had a huge mm. kind of okay. impact on my life. The reason is that gospel music is the safest. I, okay. You know, most of those other music, some of them, the words. You see, words, words determine your mental state significantly. Okay. Words. Okay. You know, so uh, there are some other music, they are full of sad things. Mm. You know, sad music. I was I was abused. Uh, I was uh, disappointed. Why did you do this to me? <laughs> uh, why did you hurt me so badly? And so uh, they are so depressing. So people who are depressed may listen to sad songs. You know, when you are depressed, you don't listen to sad music. <laughs> you listen to music that will lift, will lift you up. Mm. You know, there's some music full of violence, nudity, uh, vulgar words, and those things. 
you know, influencing all kinds of behaviors. So, uh, gospel music, you uh, almost all of them are encouraging words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you won't listen to any gospel music and it's not uplifting in terms of the words in those songs. Okay. You know, uh, you know, so I don't do. Well, I even don't want to go into those kind of right. K-pop and those things because most of the more you listen to those music, it affects how you think. It affects how you feel. You know, and very soon before you realize, they are it's modeling after your life. Okay. You know, so uh, that is why I don't do any other music. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Okay. Yes. Okay. You're listening to House Chat Podcast with Asida. We will go on. We'll go on with. What do we have to look out for to tell that someone is suffering from mental issues? What are, what are some of the signs we have to look out for? Because, um, like, the, 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 the culture where we are coming from, it's just like we see funny people behaving in a funny way. We rather would want to make fun of the, of the situation or the person or... Um, pay little or no attention to it. So by the time we realize the, the, the person's situation is out of hand and there's little or no help we can offer. So what are some of the signs we have to look out for to tell that someone is having mental issues? Okay, so the, the, the signs or symptoms are crossings that eat and I said earlier on that when we say mental health, you know, we're looking at three areas of the person's life. How they think, how they feel, and how they behave. And how that thinking, feelings, and behavior is affecting the person's life. Okay. Is it causing them distress? Is it, you know, making them in a, in, unable to function? You know, you wake up in the morning, you cannot do whatever you are supposed to do, okay. and, and stuff like that. Is it causing damage to everything around you? You know, and it's also deviating from social norms. So your thinking and feelings and behavior. So any thinking or feelings and behavior that you know is affecting you and other people and your function, it means that it's likely mentally you are not healthy. Okay. You know, and there are six areas, you know, of struggle for, for anybody who is likely not to be mentally you know, serious one, the ability to cope and adjust to life situations. So anybody who is struggling to cope to life situations, you're going through things and you're struggling to cope. It means mentally you are not helping too. Your ability to form and maintain meaningful relationships. So all relationship dynamics is an mental health. So if you're struggling with any kind of relationship, family-related relationships, spousal relationships, boy-girlfriend relationships, relationships at work, you know, in church, wherever you are, when you realize you're struggling with your relationships, it's a, it's a sign that it's likely that mentally you're not healthy. Three, if you are mentally healthy, you should be able to have a positive self, you know, perception about yourself. So anybody who struggles to accept themselves, you know, their own identity, you know, um, their internal and external qualities. They're not confident in themselves, like your problems. Then, I mean, if you're mentally able to pursue meaningful life goals, you should be able to dream and achieve those dreams. So if you're struggling to achieve your dreams in life, you are, you're struggling to navigate your way through your goals, and, and you feel stagnated and you don't know what to do with your life, mentally you are not healthy. Anybody who is mentally healthy, 
they should be able to dream and achieve those dreams. Then again, today should be able to live independently. I see. The fifth one, independently, uh, according to their age, expect respect elderly and adults. We expect a certain level of independence at a certain age. If you realize that at your age, you're struggling to be independent as required of you, you realize it's a sign that mentally because if you're mentally healthy, you should be able to navigate your way through life yourself. Then the final thing is that anybody who is mentally healthy, anywhere they anywhere they find themselves, they their presence is positive. They they are a positive difference. It means mm. that their presence in any social space does not threaten the peace and progress of that place. They, they are able to contribute meaningfully to society. I see. So if you realize that your presence is always causing problems and that you're not able to, you know, socially, you know, uh, navigate your way through all the social things and, and be positive, your presence, you know, some people in their families, they have a cause of it in, in their, you know, workplace. You know, they realize that they are struggling to make a positive face. And uh, almost every problem is about them. It means mentally unhealthy. Because if you are mentally healthy, you are not satisfied with the status quo. You are always looking out to improve your environment, improve the society that you find yourself mm. if you are mentally healthy. So if you look at politics, you look at community, people are always the reasons for the problem. You know, most of the things on the level of politics is a function of mental well-being. Why are you stealing the country's money? Why are you engaged in all kinds of corruption? Why are you, you know, the, the, the cause of the issues in your home? You know, it, it's a sign that mentally you are not healthy. Because anybody's mind, they are pressed, you know, adds to the plenum, becomes a form of the peace. So, it's all this about. It sounds so general. It sounds so not mental health. <laughs> mm. But that is mental health. You know, mm. and there are a lot of people who make these things I'm talking about as a personal issue and not a health issue. Such that they struggle and struggle and struggle and, you know, and, and they don't get help. So anything you describe as bad, let's say the person has a bad behavior, mm. what you want as a behavior, emergency needs help, you know. So all kinds of problems, addictions, uh, depression, anxiety, stress, psychotic problems, sleep problems, uh, what do you call it? Look at impulse control problems, personality issues, sex-related problems, I know, uh, substance use, look at stress-related issues, problems like elderly people who have dementia and all that, uh, look at anxiety-related issues, traumatic stress problems, uh, identity issues, issues with pregnancy, stress-related pregnancy, postpartum depression, financial-related problems, career-related problems, abuse, all these things are the mental health. And anybody oh. who is experiencing any of these things, you know, has a mental health problem and they need some kind of help. Exactly. I, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> this, this, this is really, really enlightening. I, I, I've, I mean, most of the things you are talking about, it appears. Um, uh, I can even see myself in some of them, and it, it, feel, it feels like I've never thought of it as it might be a mental issue. Wow, this, 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 this is quite revealing. This is quite revealing. This is House Chat Podcast. Let's recap. Growing up, uh, I've always loved health and health-related issues. As I went to medical school and stuff, I realized that one of my core areas was mental health. 
on the dimensions of health, you know, the various aspects of health. You can group them broadly into physical, mental, social, and spiritual. And I think that out of the four, you know, physical, uh, mental health, I think, is the most important because mental health basically deals with how you think, how you feel, and how you behave. Welcome back to Hashtag Podcast with me, Asida. The last time we began the conversation on the topic, how crucial have mental health issues become in the light of the current global challenges? And the person helping us through it is Dr. Isaac Newman Arthur. He's a medical doctor and clinical health psychologist. Let's join the discussion. Hello, welcome to House Chat Podcast. House Chat Podcast. And knowing this, that like when we are truthful with ourselves and we do self-assessment, we might fall in one or even more of the of the signs you mentioned. How how do we stop the the stigma attached to mental issues? and help people i mean encourage people to seek help H- how do we go about that no knowing that we are all susceptible to to wait yeah stigma stigma is is influenced by many things i mentioned three very very important ones one is ignorance so when people understand why they are likely to stigmatize mm. you get to understand see from what i've shared with you realize that uh, mental health goes beyond respectfully someone who is mad on the street. Mm-hmm. It goes beyond. See, when you ask someone, what is mental health? Is it someone or someone who is a psycho? You know, people have that ignorance. So if, for example, you have issues with your boy, you're having issues with your, with, your, with your wife or your spouse, or you're having issues with your father, you know, that situation is, is, is in the mental health. Yeah. So, you know, those things, because we don't know they're all mental health issues. That is why we stigmatize. When it comes to stigma, the more they become aware of what they, they, why things happen the way they do and what those things are, you know, stigma goes down. So ignorance. So to deal with that, you need that we need a lot of advocacy. That's why your program is so important. Like a lot of advocacy, education of mental health issues. Then two, participation of mental health related problems. The moment we assign spiritual causes to, to something, you know, stigma can go up. You know, because some people feel that some demons or some <laughs> uh, things are the cause of it. And sometimes people feel that uh, because of the person's crime or sin mm. or something bad they're going to do, that is why they are going to that. Some people feel it's a case, you know, in their family case. You know, for example, if you give it with autism, they may say it's a spirit child. It was given to it. So the spirits are in control. So all spiritualization major problems creates a lot of stigma. Okay. Then, you know, dealing uh, with spiritualization, a lot of African movies, when someone goes to do bad, maybe, you know, that's something wrong, something. You know, the end result, the consequence of that is a mental illness. Okay. You know, so people have that kind of mindset mm. and they feel powerless. And sometimes I don't to look at mental illness. When someone has a microscope, you can blow into the microscope. Then, to some of the cultural values, exceptions, stereotype, you know, the things that they assign meaning to in terms of culture, can, can influence stigma. 
you know. So if you are in a community where they have a certain bad or negative or mental health related issues, it can become very, very hypocritical. Personally, I realize that because of the stigma and the influence that I want to make, you know, instead of going to psychiatry, I went into uh, clinical psychology. Yeah. Because, because you see, people have a certain mindset of psychiatrists. You know, mm-hmm. you know, the to say, go and see a psychiatrist. This perception, you know, so in the in the area that I work in, in the, the country I work in, stigma around psychiatrists is, is very, very. I mean, when you go to Europe and um, what do you call it, humans uh, and all those things, there's some stigma with the term psychiatrist, mm. you know, and people the moment you say when you see a psychiatrist, hey, am I going crazy? So there's all kinds of things. But if you say go and see a clinical psychologist, you know, it's milder. You know, people feel that okay, that's a psychology where my life is fine. So think about it. If a professional choosing a profession, stigma becomes a problem. Mm. You know, because if you want to make a certain difference in a certain area, you know, you need to be able to uh, think about the, you know, the wisdom. Yes. So stigma, stigma is, is a very, very big thing when it comes to mental health related stuff. Oh, okay. Thank, thanks, thanks for the, uh, the, the. The insight you are giving us, I think it's very, very, very necessary. And um, I mean, we should all learn from it. We should all learn from it because with the insight we are getting, knowing that it's not some, it's not like a selected few who are likely to suffer, but anybody at all can suffer from this from this particular issue when it comes to mental issues anybody at all can suffer from it anybody at all can suffer from it so we'd have to be be mindful of that we'd have to be mindful of that and knowing all these things as in maybe problems at home can cause um mental issues um marriage issues relationship issues can all cause mental issues and i wanted to know if technology maybe social media and the rest uh, in any way contributing to people's mental situations? You know, in the, in the past, where, you know, we were using these uh, wired phones and internet was very, very difficult to access and all that, we didn't have certain problems coming up. But currently, social media, cyber-related issues okay. has become a major risk factor for mental health-related problems. So... What people say to you on social media, mm. what they do under your post becomes a big determinant of how you feel about yourself. I see. So, in terms of people's identity, right, how they feel about themselves, someone can easily go into depression because of a comment someone made about their looks or a post or something. Some cyberbullying has become very, very important. You know, risk factor for people. You know, kidnapping and all those things on social media. Then again, too, if you look at um, uh, people use social media to cope with problems. You know, research, the current research will tell you that a lot of people addicted to social media are using social media to cope with depression. Mm. You know, so social media has become a big thing, mm. you know, and even people comparing themselves with other people on social media. 
So, for example, you have a certain job, you put in social media, no likes, no following, you become so distressed, you evaluate yourself based on what people are doing with their lives on social media, comparing with different people, what to do with the wedding to be the same or bigger, you are copying things from people, people who are living a certain, even fake life on social media. And that is influencing a lot of people. Sure. Right now, if you look at some of the things, you know, nudity and violence and, um, you know, and vulgar things and all kinds of things, they are a major risk factor. A lot of people are addicted to things, pornography, masturbation. Mm. They are addicted to gambling and all that because of the influence of social media and tech religious stuff. Now, children have, you know, phones, they have all kinds of things, yeah. and they use it for all kinds of yeah. things. Crime has gone up because of social media so and tech-related stuff. So those days, we didn't have these problems, you know, but now the risk for even suicidal behaviors, mm. people go online to go and learn and all that, you know, learn all on, 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 the, on the media, right? In addition to that, you know, the good aspect of it is that people, some people also may be depressed. They go read someone's post and they are, they are okay. Some people want to commit suicide, they read something on social media and they never commit suicide. Okay. Some people are anxious. They listen to a video in social media, they are okay. Some people look down on themselves, they listen to a, a house of identity. So it's a good side and it's all by a master. Some people, you know, distress on social media. You know, they come back from work, they watch some short, funny videos and they are fine. Mm. So it has its own good side and its own bad side. So it can negatively affect your mental state or positively affect your mental state depending on what you feed on. So for example, Instead of going to learn about suicide and how to end your life on social media, on social media, why not go there to learn about how to get out of that city? Sure. You know, uh, you understand what I'm saying. Yes. So, uh, and people can use social media in a very, very positive way or in a very, very negative way. Okay, okay, uh, that's that's so true. That's so true. And on this note of learning to balance our like how we we take in stuff from social media i would i would like us to take a break here you're listening to house chat podcast with asida yeah i know you're enjoying the show so far how is it helping you leave your comment in the comment section and again if you have not subscribed please do what to subscribe okay and also like and share this will help us grow this channel because it will tell the youtube algorithm that this is a good show so that it will recommend to others too again you can listen to the full episode on our podcast platforms that's google podcast apple podcast amazon music and spotify thanks so much for your support welcome to the segment called tell me what all right doctor this quite trivial question i want to find out from you uh what Ghanaian food do you think should be less eaten looking at it health health issues should be less eating yes please hmm. uh, well uh, i think that our typical Ghanaian food is very healthy i think all of them the only thing that makes some of them unhealthy okay. is when there's too much you know, animal products and there's okay. too much salt or there's too much sugar. Okay. You know, our typical local Ghanaian dishes, which is not 
but we find canned and those things. They are very good. Banquet, okra soup, and those things. All of them are very, very good. Okay. But the problem comes with who makes it and uh, the quantity of oil and the type of oil and whether there's too much salt and you know salted fish and those things. So you know sometimes people use too much milk for something. So I think all the foods are okay, but how a person makes them is important. Okay. Uh, and, and so uh, those are critical things when it comes to. You. But as for Ghanaian dishes, <laughs> they are all okay. 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 And my last question in this segment. Infantry more at this school. Oh, uh, this I'm infantry. <laughs> <laughs> infantry. I know, so, I know. I, I, I went, I, I went, I went to pim, so infantry. I and see. And it's, it's a good school. I see. But yeah, it's a good school. But there's something about infantry that the school doesn't have. Obviously, we have, but it looks like we are, we are gentler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so for the so. gentle side, you like infant film. That's that's, that's interesting. <laughs> I I I intentionally asked this question because I know you're an infant film boy. So I know there wasn't any way you're going to choose at this call. Yeah, thank thanks for thanks for uh going through with us um through these um trivial questions with us. Um so listeners, this is tell me what. Let's continue with the program. You're listening to House Chat Podcast with Asida. So, um, listeners, I'm talking to um, Dr. Isaac Newman Arthur. He's a medical uh, doctor and um, clinical health psychologist. And today, he's taking us through the topic how crucial have mental health issues become in the light of the current global challenges uh, yes we have looked at a number of issues and particularly what he mentioned is um i mean keeping watch over our mental issues and we should not allow anyone to determine i mean because of the stigma around mental issues we should not we should not just allow people's opinion about us I mean, deter us from seeking help. Seeking help. It's very, very, very necessary. Okay. Uh, one, one other thing I want, I want to know. One other thing I want to know is, um, um, how can we prioritize uh, mental health care at a time like this? How can we? The, the I mean, the healthcare. Uh, aspect of it yeah well i think i think that um governments would have to uh, understand that there is no health without mental health and 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 have that in mind that people's health status is determined by their mental health and there is no disease you can mention on earth where you wouldn't find something that is under mental health regarding that particular illness and so um governments would have to have that in and add it to their budget. Budget allocation for training of more mental health professionals, giving more incentives to mental health professionals, you know, building more mental health facilities, you know, making it affordable and accessible to uh, to, to people. You see, available on national health insurance. So these things like enacting policies that decriminalize some mental health related problems like attempted suicide. You know, so these are critical things that governments would have to do. Then individuals would also have to be responsible for their own mental health okay. and, you know, reduce the risk 
you know, that may lead them to you know, to some mental health problems and seek help early when things are at the beginning stage and it's not, it's not uh, you know, what do you call it, that's not become worse. You know, then again, to provide some social support, okay. even for relatives who may have some health problems. You know, usually people are stressed or they are neglected when they develop some form of mental disorder. You know, social support is very, very key. So family individuals, they must be responsible for their own mental health and seek help. In addition to that, families and, you know, all kinds of people around the person should be able to provide a needed support. We ask what you could some key problems or stuff you find all kinds of my family members rallying around to help the person. But the same activity is not around the person who has some mental disorder. And that I don't think it's, it's okay. So these are some of the ways we can prioritize mental health care in for people. All right, all right. Thanks so much. But uh, um, before we go, I, I want to find out, uh, um, is there any current project or ongoing project that you want us to know and how can we be of help? Yeah, well, we're health education and stuff on that, you know, in Ghana and elsewhere. So uh, anybody who wants to help in any way, uh, maybe I'll give my number out. Or if any person needs some mental health support, the person can also call. Or if someone wants to sponsor or fund uh, uh, the outreaches here, the, the person can get in touch, you know, uh, for further, uh, because we need a lot of financial support also to push the things that we're doing. You know, so in Ghana, the number is 0249 So if anybody wants to sponsor uh, any of these outreaches and interventions, the person can, can call that number or send me a WhatsApp on that number. It's a Ghana number. So if you are calling from outside or sending outside, it's plus 233. That is a cool, you know, and uh, education, advocacy, promotion, you know, extensive in various parts of, of the country and, and other as other parts of the world. So anybody who wants to uh, support in any way, that is it. But before I go, I want to say that uh, if you have any mental health issues, uh, seek help. And just go to the hospital and ask to see a mental health professional, and they are likely to help you. Then again, to the things you do on a daily basis that maximizes your mental well-being okay. and prevents the course and progression of mental disorders. Right? Intervention is a positive mindset about life. Be positive about everything. You feel an exam right again. You lose a relationship, find another person. You fall today, rise again. You need to be very, very positive attitude and mindset so important when you are negative you can't change anything mm-hmm. when you are positive you might not change anything but you know the excuse is better positive self-statements look in the mirror and say good things about yourself i've got this under control i'm going to do well all these positive self-statements and confessions has a way of boosting your mental well-being okay two what do you call it um, positive friendships any friendship that is, is affecting your mental health, you have a choice to maintain those friendships or, or let them go. Let them go for your peace of mind. Mm-hmm. If you die anyway, we, we cry for three days, everybody moves <laughs> on. So, so anybody in your life who is the, a distress, is the stressor, who is a reason for your struggling suffering, you have a choice to maintain them or shame them. Okay. And choose to this hobbies, getting involved in the hobbies and things that make you laugh and smile on a daily basis. So find out some of the things you can do that makes you laugh and smile on a daily basis would help. Then again, to exercise. 
Exercise has a way of boosting everything in your body. Then rest. Mm, there are two forms of rest. When you sleep and relaxation. Relaxation is when you go and sit somewhere very, very nice, you know, and uh, drinking a, a juice with a, with a, what do you call it? With, with the lemon, you know, cut uh-huh. and carved you know, uh-huh. at the edge of the glass, you know, and wearing your, your dark glasses and looking into the air. That is relaxation. So you need both sleep and relaxation. Very important to rest. When you rest, it's like your your computer, which is freezing, you react. And everything there's a, everything looks okay and new. So rest is important. Then again, to practice these virtues and forgiveness. Forgive people quickly and easily. Forgiveness is in the past. That is your necessary pain. That could, could actually be, be, be over and over. When you forgive others, you are showing yourself mercy. Okay. You are being merciful to yourself by forgiving others. Okay. Then be content, thankful for it. They are looking for what you So thankfulness will be part and the things will help you. Okay. Make them like me and be alone. You learn how to say no. When you are tired, you are tired. Sometimes you have to let others do the job whilst you take time to rest. So learn to shut the door sometimes okay. so that you can protect yourself. Then again, certain realistic goals and expectations. Set realistic goals and expectations. Sometimes we expect too much of ourselves, of others, even of God, and of the world around you. You become very, 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 you know, anxious and worried when things are not going on the way you expect. Mm. You know, then prayer and meditation helps mental health significantly. Okay. Prayer and meditation so 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 important you know then probably that you need to identify your own risk factors mm. you know parenting is so, so important you know if you're a parent take good kids so some of these basic day-to-day you know activities can help a person uh, able to you know deal with their mental health you know maximize their mental well-being so that they are happier with their lives okay mm-hmm. all right Thanks so much. Thank you so much, um, Doctor. Yes, so listeners, that's our program today. This has been House Chat Podcast with me, Asida, and we had on the show Dr. Isaac Newman Arthur. He's a, a medical doctor and um, a clinical health psychologist and he helped us to navigate through the topic how crucial have mental issues uh, mental health issues become in the light of current global challenges and um he has given us some great 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 insight and we've learned a lot um i want to trust that with all that we, he has told us, you'll be able to put them into practice. Um, Doctor, so we are so much grateful for joining us. So, do well to like and share if you are watching on YouTube and subscribe if you have not done so. You can also listen to us on our podcast platforms Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music. Uh, and yeah, you enjoy the best from us. Thank you so much. Join us another time. Bye-bye. This has been House Chat Podcast. Thanks for your time. time. time.